Hello, everyone, and welcome to a blizzardy episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. So today, like I said, it's going to be a blizzardy episode. It's nice and uh, hot out. And I don't know if I'd say nice and hot. It's hot out. <laughs> it's definitely hot out and uh, probably too hot, but we're going to cool down with some Dairy Queen blizzard treats. Well, blizzards, not yeah. just treats, just blizzards. So, And we have a guest. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Rena. Or as I like to call her, Mom. Thank you very much. It's all right to have you here. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Visiting from Nova Scotia, so we bought blizzards. So I hope you like blizzards. Do you have anything that you would like to promote? <laughs> your Instagram, your Facebook, your uh, Twitter handle. Your new one-woman play. Your TikTok <laughs> no, videos. that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> so blizzards. Although Dairy Queen has been around since 1940, the blizzard was not introduced until 1985 when a franchise owner from Missouri named Samuel Temperato, who owned like 67 locations, I think, came up with the idea after seeing in another ice cream shop a uh, frozen custard that they sold. So he came up with the blizzard. And we are going to start with the Girl Guide Thin Mints blizzard. Girl Guide Cookie. Mint cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a little confused they, because there was a thin mint cookie from the States, but I think it's just mint cookies, it's called oh, okay. in Canada. So the, cho- the chocolate vanilla ones are available in spring, but the mint ones are available in the fall in Canada since, I think, 1995. They're made by Dare in Canada. In the U.S., they have different... Uh, Different cookies like Tagalogs and Samoas and different Yeah, I've heard of them. I've never had them, so. Yeah, maybe we'll have to see if we are in the States sometime at Girl Guide selling season. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they call it. Girl Guide cookie selling yeah. season. Girl Guide se- selling season and Girl Guide cookie selling <laughs> season are completely two different things. And one's illegal. <laughs> yes, very illegal. And the States used to have a... Thin Mint that was discontinued in 2021, but start, sold since 1951. Now, in 1910, the Girl Guide started in Canada, but in 1917 in Muskogee, Oklahoma, there was they started selling cookies for a fundraiser. And in 1922, it was suggested as a fundraiser in like the Girl Guide's recipe book, and they had a recipe for sugar cookies. In 1927, the first cookies sold and baked were in, in Canada were in Regina. Not sure what type. It didn't say. I, maybe it was that sugar cookie. Who knows? And in 1936, they started selling packaged cookies in the U.S. anyway. And But in during the war, they so, started selling calendars instead of cookies, just because of all the rations on sugar and flour. Or maybe as well, maybe they made less cookies. Now, was the calendar pictures of cookies? Because that would be pretty awesome if it was. <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. I didn't see what the pictures were, though. And um, now we have it in blizzard form. Hey, let's give this a try. That was really good. At first, I thought, oh, I think I'd rather a mint Oreo one, which I haven't had. But because I'm like, it just kind of reminded me of Oreo crumbs. But then I got a big chunk of the cookie, and then it was good tasted. Like the big, you could tell it was a Girl Guide cookie. Yeah, definitely. You could tell it was minty and Girl Guide mm. cookie-ish. Refreshing, even. Yes. 
first I couldn't taste the mint, but then I got a bunch of the cookie, and that's when I could taste the mint. Yeah, I could. It was very good. I could a taste bunch the of the cookie. You took like the biggest hunk she of did. cookie off the top of it. It was like almost three quarters of the cookie. Have let me have it first. <laughs> <laughs> we blame Dairy Queen for not mixing it 100% evenly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Makes me excited to try some more. And luckily yeah. we have some more. But we'll uh, bring an ad from our sponsors and then try a couple more. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible to amplify the voices of Albertans and the Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Your Forest. Your Forest is a podcast about the natural world. Hear stories about the environment renewable resources, conservation, forestry, hunting, fishing, and more. This is a podcast for those who cannot live without the joys and wonders of all wild things. Find Your Forest wherever you get your podcasts or at yourforestpodcast.com. That's yourforestpodcast.com. So what are we trying next? We are trying a score blizzard. Actually, we are not saying, we're probably not saying score right. It should be skr. I'll explain. <laughs> okay, please do. So I'm actually surprised, but I'm I'm not calling it that. I'm surprised that we haven't had score before. No, I, we haven't. Anything. Introduced by Hershey in 1981, 83 in, Ca- in the States, 83 in Canada, to compete with a Heath bar, which I've never had, which is seen, people say it's the same, but thicker. I've um, been around since the 1920s. Then the company actually owns both now, but they don't seem to be competing against each other, so they both exist. But anyway, one tagline was, the candy bar with the taste of Sweden which I don't understand. I guess maybe just Swedish people like their candy and their chocolate. I, I don't know. It has a crown on the package, which is similar to the national emblem of the kroner or the three crowns in Sweden. But the score in Swedish means shoe. But if you put an omelet, umlaut, the two little dots over the O, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. it changes pronunciation to skur, which rhymes with fur like instead of score. And that means brittle which seems to be Ooh, what they were going yeah, for because yeah. it's brittle coffee. And now uh, yeah. we'll try it in score form, blizzard form. But skr, I can't say it. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. That was delicious. I remember score being my favorite blizzard. For years, that's all I got. And it's, now it's been years since I had it. It seems like the ice cream is chocolatier than I remembered. I'm, I was thinking toffee. the same thing. The toffee is so buttery and it doesn't freeze, so it's not uncomfortable. Some toppings freeze. And I don't like the feeling, but it's perfect. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to cut your mother off because I don't want to hear her talk. Man's playing to her how she feels about this, would you? <laughs> so you must feel the same way I do. The, the ice cream was really good and the score bar really came out really nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you really think? <laughs> what I really thought was that I never had a score lizard before. Oh. And I enjoyed it very much. It's so buttery. Eh? Yeah, it Yes, was. it is. And I was I, just going to say, now I want a score bar. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what are they compared to? The, uh, Heath, which I've never had. Okay. Well, I was thinking that other little red candy. Dame. It's yeah. very similar to Dames, that as well. Yes. That Swedish candy that yeah. we got at um, Ikea. Ikea. Yeah, yeah. That's a very popular. That's what it reminded me of as well. And they're like yeah. very similar, but yeah, it was good. And I do wonder if that's kind of, I don't know which one was made first, but if that's kind of a school. Swedish connection Maybe. if it was but I I found comparisons to them but not anything okay like yeah. to say they were to compete with them or anything yeah but, but I enjoyed that I'm looking Maybe forward too. to the next ones yeah Maybe so too. next up but uh, we had to go go with Oreo because we have or lots of flavored Oreos on this podcast but 
not just plain, we have Oreo dirt pie. So dirt pie was possibly created in the 1980s, at least in 1988 in the uh, Arkansas Democrat. Democrat Gazette, there was a recipe for a Kansas dirt cake and it had cream cheese and cool whip, whip like all whipped together with icing sugar and they froze it and put Oreo crumbs on top. And there's been lots of versions similar to that. And Avery's laughing at me. I don't know why. Because your mother is just like rolling your finger like, come on, let's get this <laughs> going. Get, go get me she, some more blizzards here. She's had 43 <laughs> years of me talking. <laughs> So you didn't talk for the first six no, years of your life. I was really listening to what you were saying yeah. so that I could try it when I go home. Okay, <laughs> we'll find you a recipe. It's possibly just like a kid's version of the Mississippi mud pie, which was actually made first in California. Then companies got in on the trend and Jell-O had a recipe for a pudding dirt cup in 1993 and part of a... Or, and then they've had a cookbook with where they said making these things was a terrific, terrific snacktivity, <laughs> which I think <laughs> snacktivity is a great word. That is. Um, and they had different versions with one with gummy dinos instead of gummy worms, and they would call it prehistoric pudding. And so it makes me, I don't know if I've actually ever made dirt pie or dirt pudding. No, or, no. I have. I've made um, at one job I had when we had what? more cookies and stuff and we couldn't get rid of them so we made cookie parfaits so we like crumble up cookies and put pudding so like be pudding crumbled up cookies pudding crumble up cookies and whipped cream on top oh now you know i have to make that when i go home too okay well nobody's stopping you <laughs> well look at this one with the gummy worms on top it's beautiful well i don't know if beautiful but it's oh, it's fun right, i can't so believe you took all the blue worms <laughs> I can't believe you took all the worms off the top. I wonder how many worms are mixed in as opposed to just on top. And I kind of hope they're just on top, but we'll see. I think they're probably just on top because I don't know if they'd mix in. They get like all chunky and weird. And hard. And that's partly why I wanted to try this. I've never seen anybody eat a blizzard with their hands before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. Because you pictured hard worms. (laughs) I did. I was really picturing hard worms at first because I've had um, cola bottles and no uh, marble slab. Yeah, marble slab. That's it. I've had marble slab and I got gummy bears mixed in and they just became extremely hard and I did not enjoy it. And that's why when we, get, when we go to uh, Menchie's, I don't mm-hmm. put gummies in. and it could be any gummies like Swedish berries or stuff. They get just too hard in ice cream. Yeah. I'll put everything else in my Menchie's, which costs us like. 15 bucks each. <laughs> Maybe putting it on top is the, uh, yeah. the ticket. That's the ticket. Once you go <laughs> forward, I don't want to go back. And... That's true. Well, I really enjoyed it, but I could do without the gummy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that. But they added they were... a fun topping. I thought they were just a nice treat because you don't always get that topping on the blizzard because it's so mixed yeah. in. So it was something a little bit different. I felt like even the ice cream was almost different. It almost like it had more Oreo frosting in it or something okay. yeah, or... Yeah, yeah. yes that's what i thought too yeah you know i mean i think children would love the gummies on top oh yeah and i'll say this by children you mean me <laughs> <laughs> you are my child <laughs> we've had a lot of oreo branded items yes. on this podcast and nothing beats an original oreo or quadruple stuffed Oreo. Oh, the white ones are nice the golden ones yeah but when i think oreo products i'm thinking like the oreo cowtail mm-hmm. or yeah. Or the dipping Oreos like the like there were Oreo sticks and dipping. Almost into like Tonkaroos. Yeah. yeah. And 
this is probably the best Oreo branded item we've had. I think because they probably use Oreos, like yeah. full cookies. Um, yeah. Now, I wonder, I think McDonald's, their kind of signature McFlurry is the Oreo, but... This is, yeah, I this seemed it was just more chocolatey, and I don't quite know why. I should have read the description yeah. better if it had chocolate syrup in it or something too. But McFlurry, McFlurry doesn't mix it in properly. They no. just like put it on top and hope for the best, and yeah, like, give it like <laughs> a quick shake, and it's not made right. So, yeah. which is why we're having blizzards, not McFlurries. <laughs> <laughs> and by the sound of the air horn, it's time for our bonus item. So we have lemongrass soda from the Sprecher Company. Now, Sprecher was founded in Milwaukee. Well, it was founded in Milwaukee in 1985. It's now in Glendale, Wisconsin. Since 1994, they got a new factory. It was made by Randall Specker, who started working for Pabst and then made his own brewery. And mostly it's pops now. Now, lemongrass, Mom, you've said you've never had lemongrass, right? Yeah. It looks like a big, well, like, piece of grass almost and it's really yeah. woody and yeah, you have to really peel hard. it away and then you can cut the lemongrass and smell it's very lemony yeah. i've never even seen lemongrass yeah you might not have in the grocery store back in cape breton it's often used to flavor lemon tea like it's lemon flavor um in, in soups and i don't know what this word says but it looks like i wrote down headbands <laughs> <laughs> but I doubt that it's that. I meant to put in soups and deodorants, not it. <laughs> <laughs> it's used in making vitamin A, surprisingly, because it has it does have vitamin A in it. It is a grass, and there are over forty five species, including citronella. So it will kind of you know how lemony mm. citronella is, like candles. Yes, I but do. Yeah. It's grown in subtropical re regions such as Australia, Africa, and Asia. Just like citronella is used to repel mosquitoes, it's also lemongrass is also known to repel snakes. Oh. So there's probably no snakes near this soda. You know how we have or that snake the, problem in or my in house. The soda, so <laughs> yeah, so let's. I always have snake free on the bottle. St. <laughs> Patrick's favorite brand. That is probably the. Worst pop that I've ever had in my life. That was worse than ranch soda. What? That was worse than candy claims. Candy clams. Candy candy canes. Candy canes for someone who yes. didn't hear us talking over each other. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. There was I felt like I was drinking a little bit of lemony soap and then More I got like this. Mr. Clean? <laughs> and then I got this like I don't use Mr. hint of grass in there. Lemon grass. And then I got this like sour couple seconds later i just it hit on all my bad senses all my flavor senses are just <laughs> thrown off and i'm not happy and i never want to even see that again all right mom <laughs> <laughs> and and i don't say bad about everything that we've had there was only one other product on this podcast that i didn't really enjoy and i just kept my mouth shut about it but this one i yeah i did not enjoy i enjoyed it very much probably yeah, i love it maybe one of the best sodas i've ever had in my life is there a hint of ginger it kind of reminded me of ginger beer yeah. and it is like an asian spice so it, yeah it almost reminded me of ginger beer first i was surprised because i expected it to taste a little bit like sprite but it was better than sprite like yeah. it was more i really enjoyed it yeah i love it i don't know i found it very refreshing not too spicy sometimes ginger it's beer not, can. it's not something i would want all the Ever time. Ever again? No, no, I would. I would drink this. Nice refreshing day, like in the backyard or in yeah. a hammock, drinking this. Or if you want to throw up. 
or mix it with rum, coconut rum. Looks like we're getting drunk tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You hate it so much, and it's maybe the best soda yeah, I've ever really had. Like when you're in Edmonton, we got this in Edmonton. Maybe your daughter can drive you over to the store and get some more. Yeah. Send uh, some to me. Send some. <laughs> send some to me. <laughs> no, I really do. So it uh, must be something my God never seen this at home. Oh, no. We got it at a specialty soda store. Yeah. Your loss is my gain because I had two cups now because I had yours. I'm actually going to write the company and ask them not to carry this product anymore. Mm. <laughs> no, what? I love it. I, like, I'm surprised you hate it so much. <laughs> Now, I could see if you said, nah, it's not something I'd want, but... But to have that such a visceral yeah. reaction, yeah. Oh, well, well let's but gang up on Avery. Know. Let's gang up on Avery. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get another well, blizzard so yeah. I can get this flavor out of my mouth. Oh, well, you're in luck. We have strawberry cheesecake blizzard. Which I don't think I've ever had one of the cheesecake blizzards. I, I think, think I probably have. have. Now, we've talked about how cheesecake has been around since ancient Greek times in the past, we've talked about. But it's especially came to be, as we know it, in the in the 1910s, around 1910, um, because cream cheese wasn't invented until around 1875. And then early recipes around 1910 used cream cheese, but they kind of riced it. So it uh, just had, like they used a ricer to kind of make it i don't know exactly like but the whole cream cheese itself yeah, they, or yeah or the whole the or batter. cheesecake oh the batter for the batter okay um but in the 20s they added stabilizers so the uh the cream cheese didn't break up as much when they made cheesecakes okay and then in the 30s it really took off in new york city arnold rubin a german a german Jewish immigrant had a bunch of restaurants in Manhattan and he went to a dinner party in 1929 and they had cheesecake and he liked it so much. He got a recipe, he tinkered, tinkered with it and then he actually, they used cheese curds and he just replaced it with cream cheese and started selling them in his restaurant in the, like a year or so after. Side note, he created the Reuben sandwich in 1914. Same guy, okay. same Reuben. So was it, would him being from New York, would he have been the originator of New York cheesecake? That's kind of why they call it New York. Okay. This is where it really gained in popularity. And then there was Lindy's Restaurant, which was a rival deli, and they started selling it. It's Those rumored, bastards. It's rumored that they hired Ruben's Baker to bake for them, and he made a similar cake. It wasn't the same recipe. And then they kind of popular popularized it too. That it, it was in short stories. It was in it was mentioned Lindy's um cheesecake in Guys and Dolls. And that kind of helped too. And New York cheesecake kind of solidified that whole thing. Now people kept experimenting and then after a while they noticed sour cream was good. They used a, a crumb crust and now it's in blizzards. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't go into exactly when everything was added. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. My chocolate cheesecake again. So <laughs> I have to save some of them. I could do a whole cheesecake episode. I'd like that. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. The strawberry ice cream was really good. Like, I think they used vanilla ice cream and put like strawberry topping in there. Uh, strawberry syrup. There weren't chunks of oh, strawberries. Hey, yeah, yeah, strawberry syrup. And then the cheesecake bits were nice too. I think that was one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I'd say too. It may I have it's been a long time since I had strawberry ice cream with uh -huh. chunks of strawberries. Yeah. It made me think I should buy strawberry ice cream next. With it made me want chunks of strawberries though, which yeah. it didn't have, but it had a nice strawberry flavor. Well, I don't really like strawberry ice cream, but I really enjoyed mm -hmm. that. Maybe you don't like the chunk. I don't know. Is that maybe I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I just 
never really liked strawberry ice cream. And with a little like um like acidicness, acidy, kind of like sour taste, we'll go with sour of cream cheese, like the little the chunks yeah, are yeah. soup. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But we did have a have to dig a bit for the cheesecake. But maybe if we ate the whole thing instead of just one spoon, we probably yeah. it'll find more. Because I've never actually been disappointed by a blizzard thinking it didn't have enough stuff. Yeah, exactly. I've never felt that about a blizzard. Yeah, I don't think I've ever have. So Yeah. Yeah. So while we contemplate that, we'll hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Mess Hall Bot podcast is brought to you by ATB Cares. With ATB Cares, giving is easy. Donate through ATB Cares and ATB will match 20% off every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities, maximizing the impact of your donation. Visit atbcares.com to choose your cause and donate today. So what did everybody think? What was your favorite two items tonight? I would say the strawberry cheesecake and the score blizzard are my best, the best I liked. Okay. Abe? I'd say the Oreo. Yeah, the, uh, the Oreo, the oh, dirt cup. Yeah, maybe the score. The score was good too. Um, I mean, who are we couldn't, kidding? They were all good. It were, wasn't a bad one, no, right? No. It just, if you're, dep- I, I, I'll let you finish, but. <laughs> I think if you're in the mood for something fruity, then you want the strawberry. Yeah, if yeah. you want, like, it's what you're in the mood for, what your body is kind of craving. You want mint, uh, chocolate, strawberry. But I can't choose a favorite out of all of them because, like, the mint was good, the yeah. score was good, the dirt was good, <laughs> <laughs> the strawberry was good. The score was, yeah, yeah they were. So all... I don't know if I have a favorite out of all of them. They're almost all even. And, and even and that pop was so good, even though you didn't like it, Dave. That pop was up there oh, I too. I the pop. There was I can't choose a favorite. It was like everything was my favorite today. Okay. There was no miss. They were all good. So, do you have anything good to eat lately? <sighs> I remember it. And I thought to myself, <laughs> I'll talk about that tonight, and I forgot. So, give me a second while Mom goes first. Okay, just. <laughs> Just, just whisper it into the microphone yeah, and you'll right. go first. All right. Do you want a megaphone to whisper into? <laughs> this week I had an amazing pork loin roast mm. that my son-in-law made. Who's that? We? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was delicious. The That's other, Avery for people who don't know. <laughs> the other thing was my daughter gave me a lemon yogurt bar. Oh, the piece I had lemon had. Greek. Frozen, oh, frozen ones. Yeah, the yeah. frozen Greek. So I thank both of them very much. I did nothing but buy something. <laughs> Avery spent hours <laughs> and hours. <laughs> Some of Almost it. burning down the house. Yes. Or burning down the neighborhood. <laughs> you, Abe? Um, I had a good meatball sub tonight from Formosa. Mm. That was all right. And I had soup with it, which I, I rarely get soup when I go out. So You wait till one of the hotter days of the year. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it was nice and cool in there, so it was yeah. almost like a nice, crisp fall day. Was it feta on top of that tomato base? Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. you don't normally like feta, but it did. Yeah. It, it complemented the soup well. So I remember having that soup there years ago, and I remembered it being pretty good. Yeah. I had the, it was a shrimp, I forget what it was called. It was a pizza with shrimp, arugula. Um, pistachio pesto and ricotta now it was really good so i'm just taking your idea there was stuff under that arugula because there was a lot of arugula but it was good and then they gave you lemon and squeezing that also the other thing i've been having is fresh saskatoon berries just okay when i go for a walk like sun kiss they're still like it's fresh off the uh bushes at 
local park here. I don't know if you're supposed to be foraging like that at local parks. So, but I think you can. I see. I'm not the only one who's doing it, but even now we were picking them and making. Yeah, things your with, son does as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but now I just walk by and it's like a little snack while I'm having a walk. It's delicious. <laughs> they're getting kind of old now, like they're kind of drying out. Drying out. I can still find a good plump one every so often. Nice. So that would nice. be my other like a walking, uh, a hiking snack, a free hiking snack. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So before we sign off, I just want to remind everybody: check out Barbecue on the Bow this weekend. Ooh, in Calgary here, and uh, I, I'm going to be there, so I'm super excited. I'm going to be announcing on Saturday there's going to be a tent with some demonstrations in there. Uh, they're going to demonstrate how to put together a barrel barbecue or a smoker, and I think that's going to be auctioned off for charity, and Ooh. then they're going to have somebody that's tearing down a piece of prosciutto like so you can see start to finish, and yeah, there's going to be a couple other demos, so I'm going to be uh, the MC for that event, and then... Um, the main event on Sunday with a barbecue competition. I'll be judging, but you won't see me in the judging booth because, you know, unless you're a judge yourself. But then I'll be announcing the winners. So I'm super excited to be the announcer for this event. So I'm super excited that you'll be busy this weekend. I'll have time to myself. And <laughs> <laughs> you might good. take home barbecue. I will hopefully bring home some barbecue. I do love bringing home some good smoked meat. So. But until that time, or including that time. Oh, just wait, Rena. You want to promote your TikTok again, like no. you know, all your dance no, videos? And... Your dance videos. <laughs> I watch your dance videos. Well, <laughs> unless you're trying to make them racy. You were going to say your pole dancing. <laughs> I'm actually. I. I am not editing that out whatsoever <laughs> either. <laughs> I picture one turn on that pole and you'd be out of breath. <laughs> you wouldn't even have breath to take off your clothes. So I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd even promote it on here. Watch my mother's pole dancing video. Watch her fall. <laughs> and then I'll be able to get up. <laughs> Till that time, keep on eating. Keep on eating. That image in my